Previously on... I know who Senior Scratchy is. I don't think it's Mephisto anymore, though I, it could be. But I yeah, think... I, I, think it's, I think it's somebody... I think it's the opposite. I think that whoever the rabbit is, is our Luke Skywalker reveal. That's who I think it is. I, I do you want me to tell you who I think it is? You want to wait for later? Because there's a moment later where he comes I, back. I, I, I think we'll say it at the same time. We'll say who we think it is in one, two, three. Nicholas Scratch. Scratch. <laughs> Way off. <laughs> Doctor Strange? Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> I think it might be Doctor Strange. That Doctor Strange is trying to get in and try it instantly. It makes perfect sense. Doctor Strange would know this is happening. Doctor Strange would immediately show up. You know, he doesn't have the time stone, but he can still sense when these things are going on. This is absolutely in him his realm of responsibility. So he would show up immediately to kind of get this all fixed. And so I think if if he's not here already, then that means he's been caught. And that rabbit, when I'm thinking about who could that rabbit be, because instantly when they're when Ralph isn't there, when they're hanging out with this rabbit again, this rabbit is so important. I think that <laughs> Nick Scratch, I just can't. You know what I Every word of what you just said was wrong. Maybe. Hey, Chris, welcome back to another episode of Snap, a Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Can we put yeah. the rest, Doctor Strange? I think only the only reason we're putting it to rest is because that I mean, spoilers, obviously spoilers everywhere. But just because that rabbit ate the bird is that I mean, maybe hopefully Doctor Strange wouldn't do that, but maybe he wakes up. He, he, he turn he changes from rabbit to Doctor Strange. He's like, I think I ate a bird. That would be that'd be a super Marvel thing to do. Yeah. No, uh, I am right now. I am at, uh, let's say, 20. 25% on the Nicholas scratch for, for <laughs> 20, 25. I, I'm still saying the other 75 as Mephisto. I'm going down with this Mephisto train. Uh, like I'm going down with Wonderman and well, I got, we just got, I got to do it. I got to, I got to stick with it, man. All I'm right. not turning my back, but uh, welcome guys. We're on episode eight. Two episodes to go uh, for WandaVision. I just feel like there's just so many questions. This, this show answered a lot of questions, but I just feel like there's still so many questions left. And not a lot of time. No, not a lot no. Of time to do it. They're like, hey, we're putting even more stuff on the table. We put more things out there. They answered a lot. And then they dropped some, especially in the post credit scene, dropped essentially another movie on us. And then said, we, we're going to tile this up in an episode. So, you, I mean, I, I think the only thing I'm a little concerned about is that this the closure isn't maybe what we're looking for, but it's going to be like more, it's going to open more threads that we're going to have to wait until other movies pop up, you know? And, and I think that that's, that's my concern at this point, but yeah, just uh, a roller, you know, we'll, we'll get into it, but a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, when this ended, I was like, what the hell? That was like three minutes. I was telling you, I mean, the thing is we're, we're both at this point, we're both lunatics. I woke up at, at three o'clock Eastern standard time and watched it. I did not set an alarm. I yeah, just thought, I haven't uh, set an alarm since like yeah, three. Just woke up, I snapped up like, well, I'm up. I might as well. You why snapped would you watch up. It? It's, ba <laughs> It's, okay. Did you catch the snap reference in this episode? Like, oh, you'll see. I got it in the no. notes. 
but I we were I, referenced I in this episode, our podcast. Well, our podcast, yeah. yes. No, apparently a lot of people are paying attention. Uh, no, I but I I watched it and I sat there. And the thing is, it's really I don't know if it's because we're doing this podcast. It's probably sad a little bit, but I look forward to this podcast or the the episode every week. Like every week, I'm like, oh man, I can't wait till it's Friday. It's Wednesday, almost Friday, and then I can see it. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm hyping it up in my head. I get to I wake up, crack a dawn as soon as it drops. I'm watching it. I'm like, okay, well, long intro, cool, cool, really setting us up. And then the, the music plays. I thought the the closing music, I thought that was the intro music. <laughs> I thought the show was about to start. Like, oh, cool, we're about, now we're going to get into it. It was over. Like, what are you talking about? So, yeah, it's it was, and again, you know, I, I, I really, really like the show. I think I, I'm so glad it doesn't, it, they didn't drop everything. I was just going to say that. I'm like, I'm so my, my, I have a, my old co-host from the show, uh, Jeff, I was talking to him. And he's because I asked him, I'm like, you watching WandaVision? He's like, no, I just I'm going to wait till everything's released and I'm going to watch. all. I'm like, man, like half the fun is sitting there for eight weeks going crazy because you're trying to figure it out. Like and I just. Yeah. And I. Well, and the thing is, too, is it just makes me realize that there's just so many shows that have just dropped when they just drop everything that you just miss out on so many. It just doesn't have the weight. That it has when you have yeah, to and like it like Stranger Things, gravity. Stranger Things right. when the new season comes out, that is the hottest thing in the world for maybe a week, maybe a week and a half. WandaVision is now the hottest thing for nine weeks. Everyone's talking yeah. about it, so yeah. I, I'm I'm glad they're doing this. But uh, yeah, before we jump into the episode, let me get the the deets on it. Episode eight, entitled "Previously On." <laughs> Very clever. Uh, written by uh, Laura Donnie, directed by Matt Shankman, dropped on the 26th of February, 2021. So, Chris, uh, I think it's nothing more appropriate but to hand this over to you, my friend. Okay. Uh, I am not ready. So. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. Don't well, do I'll do this then. Yet. Before we get into the episode, uh, previously yeah. on the clip actually featured uh, a scenes from winter soldier and infinity war oh that was interesting yeah no that's two clips from infinity war one i was going to i had that as the far as the questions to ask you um but that's that's good to know i you pay attention to those previous the intro scenes and those are changing are those changing every time uh like or they like what they they show yeah 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 they're different every week Oh, the previously ons. Yeah. Oh, you're saying, okay. I see what you're saying. Everything I'm saying is nonsense. I'm just buying time and now I'm ready. So <laughs> we did all that, wasted everyone's time for a good 45 seconds. Do you want to start so over and we, delete all that? No, I think we're going to have to keep it. I think that was my <laughs> fault and I'm going to have to own that. That needs to be out there. I should have been ready. Previously on Snap. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm you not said, ready. You said, that is are correct. you ready? And I said, yes, yeah, start recording. And then you said, okay, go. And I said, no, I'm not ready at all. Are you ready? What you just said. Now I'm ready. was wrong. You were not ready. That was wrong. <laughs> wasn't ready. Uh, so, yeah. So we start in Salem. Do you remember the year that we started? I do. 1693. 1693. Uh, it is uh, Agatha Harkness is basically 
you know, it's just witch. She's a witch. She's being dragged by some people in cloaks. You definitely get the impression that she's being dragged in there because she's a witch, and they're accusing her of that, and they're not. And then you find out they're all witches. They do something. They start blasting her with powers that I'm assuming are supposed to take her out. Uh, and then you know, there's a woman standing there watching this happen. Agatha says, you know, finally says, "Mother," basically you're referring to another witch who's her mom, um, and. Her mom starts blasting with this power. So seven witches, Gunner, seven I witches wrote that down. are blasting Agatha Harkness with this power. And instead of it hurting her at all or harming her, she's absorbing all of it. Um, and she's gaining that power. Uh, so anything just kind of on the intro piece, anything that you want to kind of pick out uh, outside of the Salem seven that were yep. definitely there. I got that thing to pick out. Um, yeah. So the, the Marvel logo turned purple, which I thought was cool in uh, reference to her powers being purple. Um, So the coven is putting Agatha to death. um, And they say that uh, she betrayed her coven by stealing knowledge above her age and station. And that she studied the darkest magic. Um, So, I mean, she's kind of like Dr. Strange. Dr. Strange did the same thing. If you remember where he just kept trying to learn more and more stuff. Uh, so the witches start chanting in Latin and, uh, that phrase that they were, uh, translating, which I'm not going to try and speak Latin here, but it can be translated to death to the monster of nature. And then, uh, yeah, we find out that her mom is the leader of the coven. And I did mark that there were seven of them. Salem Seven. seven. Right. Not counting the mom. The mom would be eighth. But uh, right. I know you've been mentioning the Salem Seven since way back in episode two, I believe. So I guess, are you fine if this is the only reference to the Salem Seven? I mean, I, I, I don't know if I'd say we called it because we called that. It was a bunch of men like in the comics. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I don't think we could do that. But seven people in Salem did show up. So yeah. we've got something. So also, I got Agatha uh, overtakes them with her purple magic, and right. purple is actually uh, taken from the dark dimension. So if you notice, like um, Dormammu is yeah. covered in that same purple energy. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. I hope it's not Dormammu. I really um, hope it's not. And then I put her mom joins in, and she begs them. Uh, she says, I, "I can be good. I can be good." And her mother says, "No," and her mom grew a crown on her head when she was using the powers like a magical crown. Do you notice that? No, I, I honestly didn't. I yeah. did not notice that at all. So more on that in a minute. Uh, but, uh, once she kills her mom, uh, she steals the brooch. So I know we speculated that Mephisto is housed in the brooch. I don't think so. Um, but uh, maybe she just like the brooch. I don't know. But yeah. uh, next well, we thing. know, but we know we, you and I have referenced that quite a few times because in the comic books, Agatha Harkness wears that brooch. I mean, yes. that's that's really the first kind of call out uh, to it being to Agnes being Agatha is that that brooch matches. I think you were the one that called that. I don't remember what episode it was, but I think you were the one that called that brooch out uh, in the first second episode mm-hmm. um, that that was the Agatha Harkness brooch. So, yeah. So, yeah, we did. Oh, yeah, she is wearing that crown. Um I just saw it. So, yeah. So you call that out. So anything else before we get to back to present day nope, of nope. Agatha and Scarlet Witch hanging out? Nope. Okay. So Agnes is essentially we, we pick up right where we left off in the last episode. Um, Wanda is stuck in this cave. Agnes is talking to her. Agnes, Wanda tries to use her mag- magic. Uh, Agnes says you can't because it's covered by runes. Uh, we did talk about the dark home. I mean, I talked about it in length. 
Um, it is not referenced or really talked about here. I think we see it maybe in the background, but it's not something referenced. I really thought this was going to be this. The dark hold was going to really come up here. We got uh, an episode dark. left. I think it will. There's a lot to do, though. A lot to do in that episode. But basically, this whole scene is. Hey, the Internet's talking. gone nuts with the dark hold. I've not heard it referred to anything else but the dark hold. Um, yeah. And articles and videos, everything else, um, which just leads me to believe that we were right because we had that at week four, and no one else had it until. I mean, they referenced they the book. It. They referenced a book in another episode, like they. I think it was last episode. They really focused on a book that we thought was the Darkhold. Obviously, we don't know if it's the Darkhold from the Shield universe, uh, if it's all Marvel connected. Because well, she's that got a book, book cover actually- on it now. It has a different cover. Well, but the best part is in the in Shield, it actually said Darkhold. Dark yes. It was an ancient book. From, I think, like the early BCs or something like that. But in, in English, in perfect English, it said the word Darkhold on it. So I, don't, I hope they don't use that. You know that who word. wrote the Darkhold? Uh, I did, but I don't right now. Do you? Shathan. Oh. Which okay. I've referenced a couple times. Again, I hope it's not Shathan, but. Uh, yeah. If, well, if I mean, it is Shathan, I've got a great clip of you going, Shathan, who's Shathan? <laughs> <laughs> Again? Yeah, absolutely. Wait, an earlier one or just now? Because no, 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 I, no. From whatever I mentioned it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time you mention, it. I love that you say like you say like you're gonna drop some knowledge on me. Like, oh, you didn't know Shathan? Like, I don't know now. I don't. In fact, if you ask me, if you ask me at the end of this episode who wrote it, I'm not gonna know. I'm not gonna remember that at all. <laughs> so basically, this whole entire scene with. Wanda and Agnes in the cave is basically Agnes showing her her powers and basically talking about how long it took Agnes to get these powers and to get these things, you know, with uh, mind control or transmutation, all these things she can do on a much smaller level. And she trained for years. I mean, obviously, present day versus, you know, the beginning scene, this is thousands and thousands of years between the two. So she's trained this whole time and still isn't operating even near the power of Wanda. So she basically talks about that. How does it happen? And that leads into a scene uh, in the past where basically Agnes is now the ghost of Christmas past and they're visiting all of Wanda's history. So Wanda comes to her old apartment with her parents. This is the par- this is the apartment that's referenced in the movies where she, you know, a missile obviously hits the apartment with her parents in it. Um, and then we go to this scene with her parents in the past and her as a child, Pietro as a child. Gunnar, before we get into the scene in Wachovia, anything to mention with this um, back and forth with Wanda and Agnes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, in the basement, uh, she's petting Senior Scratchy again. Uh, Agatha, which kind of trying to put everything together. I, I'm assuming that the end credits from last episode is happening at the same time as this, which since senior scratchy doesn't leave, I'm going to drop my senior scratchy is also Mephisto or as or I'm sorry, is also Pietro, which also more on that in one second. But um, yeah, we learned that Wanda can't use her powers against her. Um, and Agatha says we have work to do. Um, she also, uh, says that, uh, um, the accent really comes and goes. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, it's yeah. Wanda. They're really making fun of that. And honestly, when later in this episode where Wanda is absolutely just Wanda as, you know, regular Wanda. And that accent's know, gone. <laughs> 
And that access just gone. They're like, ah, I don't want to screw it. Well, we don't really want to do it, and, which is crazy because I think that uh, Elizabeth Olsen, Olsen holds that accent up. I don't know why they're they're just deciding to drop it. But, yeah, they're just kind of going away, which is hilarious. Yeah. Um, but when Agatha uh, says, you know, uh, after she makes the 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 comment about her accent, uh, Scarlet Witch tries. I'm sorry, she's not Scarlet Witch. Uh, Wanda tries yeah. to use her powers and she can't. And if you look around there, she's in the the basement and these lights, like these things pop up and uh, showing that she's in a trance and one of them is an M. Um, and by the way, there's still uh, hexagons in this episode. Not going to mention I'm done with mentioning hexagons. I there's like still you, a couple. I like, I like that you keep mentioning hexagons only to say that you're not going I to know. mention it. <laughs> I'm not. Um, so <laughs> Agatha also claims that uh, she's been patient and she came close with Pietro, or she calls him Fietro, because obviously he's a fake Pietro, um, yep. and that he was uh, her eyes and ears, and he was a crystal, a crystal, crystalum possession. Um, I tried, I, I kept, I kept looking that up, and I, I, I couldn't find consistency, but it sounds like. He was just a possession, someone that she possessed um, and that he yeah. was. Yeah. And the reason she did that was because a necromancy was a non-starter because Pietro was in another continent and dead. So necromancy is where you rise the dead, essentially, which I only know that from Lord of the Rings. Um, and uh, yeah, so Pietro's dead or full of holes in another continent. So she got another guy. So I I'm 99 percent sure now that that's not X-Men Pete. Uh, Maximoff from the X-Men universe. Yeah. Um, well, though that could yeah. be, uh, th they could pull that out. I don't think so though. I think that, I think the theme of our show is definitely, it's probably not that, but they could be tricking us because yes. I, I mean, I, I hope that's what's happening here. Like, because what this seems like, it seems like the whole show builds up to these pretty fantastic ideas that we could see this episode specifically basically says here are all seemingly all the answers and all the answers are not these fantastical things that we thought. I mean, there's no Mephisto, there's no dark cold, there's no X-Men, there's no Kang, you know, and Wonderman. I Wonderman. No wonder, no wonderman. Which I gotta tell you, they dropped Wonderman in the last last episode. <laughs> I don't know what we're gonna do. I'd be surprised. I'd be shocked. But uh, that that will be incredible. And it would have to be such a. I don't know. I don't know if that episode's gonna have to be three hours long to close everything out. But I'm hoping that's what they're doing. Is they're really giving us the sense of. Well, all these things that we were thinking were wrong. There's no way it could happen because they've answered all these questions and nothing, none of the things that we thought happened. But then maybe in the last episode, they hit us with all these things. Maybe Wonder Woman pops out and he's fighting Kang and we'll see. We'll see what happens. I just think that that would be a great post credit scene uh, with Jimmy Woo's in there. And all of a sudden we see Nathan Philly and he goes, Simon, there you are. I think I think that's absolutely plausible because it was very much dropped that there is a missing person from wow. san francisco in there i'm not going to forget it and that is to me that's your that's wonder man will live in our hearts as that mystery person forever <laughs> if it's never revealed he's got to show up the fact that they didn't mention they mentioned it once and then never brought it up again they're hoping we forget about it we're not going to and i think i think that there's a better possibility of wonder man showing up wonderman showing up than there is of the, the Fantastic Four at this point, for instance, mm -hmm. I, or even Kang. I think that Wonder Man is still, to me, I think it's a big possibility. The more they don't talk about it. Um, I just really hope it's not the beekeeper. God damn. I just I, really. <laughs> more on the beekeeper later. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Of course, <laughs> of course there is. Of course there is. 
Uh, I'm just kidding. So also Agatha is kind of showing off her ability and she keeps saying how she's impressed with Wanda. She grabs that cicada. She she puts some spell on it and it lands on Wanda's face, which was kind of gross. And then transforms it to a bird and feeds it to Senior Scratchy, who is sitting next to the open book, possibly the dark hole there. Yeah. Um, But... uh, I mean, I think that right there is the reason why it's not Doctor Strange. Yeah, I mean, the fact that he ate that bird, but that's where I think it could be trickery. I think that it could be a trick that he ate that bird, but it doesn't bode well for it being Doctor Strange. I don't know what Nick Scratch eats or does at all. I've never heard of that. I still think it's Mephisto. I think, it's, but, I think, I think that's what the, the whole thing at the end of this episode, the, the, I, have, I have a list of like nine questions that I want to go through our, our final push before the end and my biggest question in this episode which isn't answered is why like why yeah Yeah. still don't know why um still know why so also uh agatha is trying to figure out how wanda is doing this and she said and she said you know she recalls when she was telling pietro that she felt empty alone endless nothingness so wanda ends up uh pulling or uh agatha ends up pulling a hair out of wanda like when did someone pull uh, a hair off someone and do magic? Doctor spell? Strange. Doctor Strange. Boom. Yep. The absolutely. door. Uh, yep. And then they start going through a life. So, um, yeah. yeah. Next thing I got is Sokovia. So they're pulled up. They pull up Sokovia. Wanda is not viewing herself as a child, but is herself as a child in this scene. Which is weird because in other scenes, she was just watching. Yeah. They, they really didn't hold it up. They didn't want time. <laughs> and they, they weren't consistent at all. Uh, but yeah, so she she becomes the child. There, she's react. She's basically uh, recreating this scene where she is a child. Her father is out in Wartone, Sokovia, selling DVDs. That even at the time, I mean, what is this like? Two thousand four, two thousand. I would assume it would be the nineties, but the late 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 nineties. But why would they have a DVD player in that? Yeah, it's got to be in the early 2000s. It's got to be. And he's out there selling. As people are shooting each other in the streets, the mom looks out the window, and there are militant groups shooting at each other. The father's walking around saying, hey, you guys want to watch I Love Lucy? And for some reason, it's surprised that he's not selling those DVDs. So they they are watch, They pick a, pick a show. Wanda, as a child, picks Dick Van Dyke. They go into a back and forth about what the meaning of shenanigans is. Uh, so this is obviously kind of referencing where the, the the first reference to sitcoms and where that comes from. So the first era, which is the 50s, um, as they're watching this show and they're sort of laughing at it, a bomb hits their apartment, hits where they are. And this is the missile, again, that Wanda and Pietro reference. And what's interesting here is the they say that the bomb is a dud, that it keeps beeping. They're in there for two days. It doesn't go off. But then towards the end of this, Agnes suggests that Wanda actually did that, that that was Wanda who said – who basically made it so that they could sit there for two days and the bomb did not go off. And that it might not be – this is the first suggestion that it might not be the problem with the missile that hit, but Wanda controlling this. Uh, with her, I think, I, I don't know if it's referenced right here, but chaos magic, essentially. So the thing that I'm thinking, Gunner, is that what we're what we're seeing here, and definitely in the next scene, is that Wanda had these powers before Hydra got a hold of her, which could lead to her being a mutant. Yeah, yeah, no, I think that's a big takeaway from this scene, yeah. is that she's... I think that's the biggest takeaway from this entire episode. Like, what we know is that Wanda had these powers before they were essentially awoken yeah. in her. Something happened to awaken her powers which again i know that we 
the, me specifically, along with a lot of other people, like, hey, I think this is where they're going to introduce the X Men, um, and I'm ho- hoping. I'm, I'm really hoping among hope that they are going to do that. I think a lot of people are too. This is the first glimpse that they might be able to, they might be doing that because if she had the powers before she was kind of turned by the mind stone, is it the, the, is the mind stone? Yeah, right? mind stone. Yeah. Before she was turned by the mind stone, that would suggest that she was born with them. The only um, beings in the Marvel universe that are born with powers are considered mutants. Which she's um, not in the comics, right? Well, they retconned it that she's okay. not a mutant. I can't. I, I didn't read that. I, I've heard that that they've they've changed it. But for up until I mean, we're talking about House of M. We're talking about when mm-hmm. Kevin Feige was reading comic books. Up until I think it was maybe five or six years ago. I could definitely be wrong. She was a mutant, uh, and and she was uh, she was the, one of the first members of the uh, what is it the League of Evil Mutants? Whoever Magneto. Uh, Brotherhood of Mutants. Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Thank you. Jeez. Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. I just corrected you on X Men. (laughs) I know that was amazing. She founded. She was a founding member of the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. So for a long time, she was absolutely a mutant, and and they just recently changed it. So I don't know. You know, I think uh, you know the movies kind of go off script a little bit because the comics are going to do what the comics are going to do. The comics have you know how however many years of backlog that they're kind of going in and out of, so they can't. They're trying to change things up with so many years of history of comic books. The movies don't have to do that. So if they're going to introduce mutants, it seems to me that this is how they do it. But I'm sorry. I I have a lot of theories about this scene specifically, but you go ahead. Up until we go to the Hydra base. Yeah, Yeah, so uh, I'm just trying to date this scene. Um, And in my notes, I had like around the turn of the century, which would be ridiculous because you and I were in college in this time and in 1998 uh there was one person on our campus with a dvd player yeah Um, i remember the first time i saw a dvd it was crazy yeah so if this is 98 99 um and no one in the united states of america at a college had a dvd player why would someone (laughs) from poor sokovia have one so i mean because yeah because i was confused why they would have malcolm in the middle if it was late nineties, but yeah, this has to be early two thousands. But then how old is Wanda? Like, so anyway, doesn't well, I mean, matter. If doesn't she's matter. Elizabeth, Olsen, Elizabeth Olsen was born in 89. So she's 10 years younger than we are. Okay. So it could be, I mean, she's probably, a, she's probably 10 younger than 10 there. So that would be 90s. 99. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it would be, I mean, but they, maybe they could get it wrong. I mean, they, they could be. Well, I mean, uh, we, we stated earlier that Malcolm in the middle didn't air until the two thousands. So, and that she right. had Malcolm in the middle in there. So, yeah, yeah. um, oh, it was in the, it was in the box. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Okay. So anyway, yeah. the episode that she said she wanted to watch was season two, episode 21, which the, that episode is called my husband is a check grabber. But that's not the episode they were watching in the ep- in this show. They're actually watching episode twenty, um, which is it. It may look like a walnut. So I got descriptions on all these episodes. I don't. I don't know if they mean anything or not. Uh, this episode, to sum it up quickly, uh, they're watching a, a science fiction movie uh, in bed and. Uh, Whatever the wife, uh, Mary Tyler Moore's character, gets scared by it, and Dick Van Dyke's kind of poking fun at her. When they wake up in the morning, 
Um, the whole world's gone crazy and we find at the end it's a dream. So I don't know that the big takeaway is this episode was a dream or as he actually says in this episode, you can hear in the background, Dick Van Dyke says the word nightmare. So again, hope it's not nightmare. Another nightmare reference, just throwing it out there. But um, you know what? You hope it's not a nightmare. I'd be okay with nightmare. Yeah, I mean, I, I just want it to be Mephisto because I said it in our episode zero, but, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind Nightmare. I mean, I remember. To me, Nightmare makes more sense if Wanda's dreaming all this. Because that's more. Because Nightmare is more of the Freddy Krueger ish character where he goes into people's minds when they're sleeping, right? Yeah, you know. But since we know it's not a dream, I think it makes it less likely. Don't we know that it's. I don't know, man, because we have seen. It's one of the like trailers for the new episodes. I can't remember what it was, but there was a very short half a second scene of Wanda waking up in like some kind of pod. Do you remember that? Have you seen that? Mm, no. It's uh, it's in one of the. I mean, we're t- we're not talking show, and I know we try to stay on show, but it's essentially, um, Wanda wakes is waking up, and, and it's it's just like a really quick kind of trailer. So of by I was watching every single one of those for a while until I started noticing how fake some of them are. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. there's there's this there's like four there's one that just dropped that um Doctor Strange is in. And it it looks legit. It's got the Disney Plus logo and and I saw two or three places repost this and do like trailer reaction shows because it's got Doctor Strange, but if you watch it, it's dialogue from Endgame, Infinity War and Doctor Strange. Every clip from Doctor Strange is from a different movie. So I'm like, this is not a tra- an official trailer. Yeah. It's not you. They want yeah. us to believe it is. And I've seen other ones where it's like, Oh look, there's Magneto. So I they, they're so, they're so easy to fake. Now. I think before when they were, when you were seeing like those one or two new f- clips of footage mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. yeah, those are legit. But I think at the last couple of weeks, I there, I've not seen one that I believe to be a hundred percent. Okay. True. Okay, I'm just saying. I mean, yeah. nightmare, nightmare is a definite possibility. I don't know. I I wouldn't be super excited. Nightmare is not a big character. Nightmare was huge back in the. I mean, early '90s. I remember when when he premiered because I remember a friend of mine had the first appearance of Nightmare, and that was huge because I think at the time I just started collecting comics, and it's the first time I'd ever seen a first appearance. Obviously, everybody's been around since the '60s, so that's it. But then he really dropped off. Like it's such a it's a very '90s character. There's ne- he never shows up. It, with any uh, any revel in any revel irrelevant way that I can remember shows up later, so it could be, but you know, and I know that they did. You know, the Avengers weren't that big of a deal before Marvel got a hold of them, so they could do something cool with it. But again, um, you know, Mephisto would be cool. Mephisto, Mephisto is a big bad on the level of Thanos, but Mephisto is more of a trickster than he is somebody that you're fighting against. He's along the lines of like Loki. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but he, he he's a through he's a through line villain that we could definitely kind of hang on to the whole time. Um, so we'll see, we'll see. Speaking of first issues, I saw an article last night. I was reading that said like the top ten comic books that have shot up in value since WandaVision, and yeah. one of them was Avengers Nine, the first appearance of Wonderman. Wonderman. <laughs> So yeah. Wonder Man's a great character. I'm not. I'm not against Wonder Man at all. I love him. He's great. And um, honestly, it was West Coast Avengers, the the John Byrne West Coast Avengers. I've been. I'm, I'm digging it. I'm digging. It. I actually. So fun. I skipped so ahead fun. where you told me to, and then I ended up just going back. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go back and just continue yeah. with White Vision because 
uh, where, where you told me to stop was when they first introduced white vision, which you told me just to read the setup that scene. Yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll get to that, but that, that's all, all good, I have. Uh, that's all I have on on the early Sokovia. I mean, everything else. I think a lot of this stuff, I don't think there's deeper meanings to it. So I think a lot of my stuff is just going to be, yeah, that's what happened because, you yeah. Know. Yeah. But, so then Agnes takes Wanda to the place where she's being experimented on. This is Hydra. Uh, no, this is not Baron Strucker, but just a couple scientists that are. Uh, they couldn't get Baron her. Strucker. Couldn't get Baron Strucker. This is that's that's how low level she is at this point. Baron Strucker's doing other things. He's not going to be there for the experiments. But they pull her in. Uh, basically, this is the experiment with the Mind Stone. It's still in the staff. Um, and they're just experimenting on what it can do there. This is where we, you know, we find out in the Avengers movie that they're sort of trying to make uh, superheroes to counter the U.S.'s superheroes. And that's probably the experiment that's happening here. Wanda comes in to the room. Uh, the two scientists say that no one's ever survived. Um, so this is test number. I don't know. And I'm going to I'm assuming, you know what test number this is. I think they mentioned it. I didn't read the it. Mind, she walks into the room with the Mind Stone, the, uh, the Mind Stone kind of glows there's a light that kind of comes to her face she sees a bright light that looks more looks like the stone that's in vision's head when because it's yellow um and it basically knocks her out and they run in there they run in to see her and then they kind of go back to what happened and we realize that she sort of cut the scene that they've cut she somehow like she's done with the um the show that she's in like she's done with wandavision she sort of edited the scene to show only what she wanted them to see which is the first time i mean this is pre avengers pre her being part of the avengers pre vision uh you know being even even being considered she's already edited this scene herself so extremely interesting and then they go back to wanda and now she's watching uh, brady bunch so this is and this is also as she's watching brady bunch is obviously when they talk about her editing the scene which is super interesting so up until this brady bunch episode where she's in the prison um, watching that anything here gunner that i've missed yeah so it seemed like to me the mind stone was calling her mm -hmm. so because i mean it, the the mind stone broke out of the casing the blue casing that it was in in, yeah. in the staff yeah. and yeah. it just bombarded her with that energy um and i don't know i'm i don't know honey could miss it but as she's being bombarded she sees a vision in the stone yeah. of someone that looks like, I mean, we don't see a face or anything. We just see kind of the, the horns, which looks like it's from that same crown that, uh, that Agatha mom had. Um, you know, I, I'm assuming it is her. It could it be Mephisto. I don't know. Could it be, you know, just random person just showing the, I don't know if that's a reference to her, being a Scarlet Witch or her being a Nexus being, I'm not sure, but yeah. um, I think that's important. Um, and then back uh, in the the cell in Sokovia where she's watching the Brady Bunch, she's watching the Kitty Carryall episode, um, which we referenced Kitty Carryall before because that was a doll that Vision was practicing putting the diaper on. That's right. Which referenced this nice. episode. So quickly, right. as sum up this episode. Um, Cindy loses her kitty carryall doll and she accuses Bobby of stealing it. Um, and then in the end, we find out that it was Tiger the dog all along that their dog <laughs> was taking the, the, the doll. So 
don't know, maybe that's a reference to this story, how, you know, we thought that she stole a doll, a.k.a. Vision, and at the end we find out that it was not Wanda, it was Tiger, a.k.a. Hayward, all yeah. along. Ooh. So, yeah, that's that's what I got for that. Well, and really, I think what I got from the scene with the Soul Stone, it really opens up her relationship the Mind with... Stone. My, sorry, Mind Stone. God damn it. With the Mind Stone. But it really opens up her relationship with Vision, right? Because she had a relationship with this – with the Mind Stone before Vision was anything. She had she had an interaction with this Mind Stone before Vision did, and it really affected her. And she saw what I believe is the Scarlet Witch. It looks a lot like her costume from the Halloween episode. Um, so it's just – it's there's part of that too. You know, I think – you know, I don't want to – Oh, go to i mean we could talk about that relationship forever but the fact that she had a relationship with this stone before it was ever put into vision that's a pretty interesting piece of knowledge right there that we get that she's you know what i'm saying yeah i forgot something um okay okay when uh they were in sokovia getting ready to watch the show um i don't know if you caught this but wanda's mom came up from behind her put her hands over her eyes and kissed her in the head in that oh, Sokovian yeah. greeting that she <laughs> told Mrs. Hart about. I could have sworn I wrote that in here. I don't yeah, see yeah, that in my Sokovian notes. Greeting. I forgot about but, that. But yeah, that made me laugh. Um, That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, sorry, yeah, I didn't so, mean to go back. But. No, 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 it's all right. But yeah, I just think that the Soul Stone and Wanda, or, I keep doing it, the Mind Stone and Wanda Because well, it's yellow. <laughs> I mean, It is because it's yellow. But the Mind Stone and Wanda have a bit of a relationship before Vision. And that's I thought that was that relationship was interesting because it doesn't necessarily have to do with Vision. And possibly their relationship started before Vision was even there. Um, and I don't know if we see that later. Um, if we realize that the relationship wasn't necessarily with Vision, but necessarily with the, the Stone. We'll see. But then she, you know, completely counteracting that. She, we go to the scene i believe this is right after pietro died yeah and- everyone keeps saying that this is during the time of civil war i know i think this is right after i this is to me like the one of the first times where her and vision start to become friends yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm dating this right after Age of Ultron and not during the time of Civil War. It's right after Age of Ultron. It has to be because she references her brother. Yeah. And she can't be appeased. I mean, she's just very sad about her brother dying. And so she lost someone and Vision was there. Vision showed up sitting on the couch watching Malcolm in the middle. Um, and basically, you know, Vision thinks it's says, I don't understand why this is funny. That guy died. And then Wanda says, He's not dead, and then and Vision says, "How do you know?" And she says, "Well, it's not the kind of show." As they're watching Malcolm in the Middle, and they basically this is where the relationship begins. I do believe it's right after um, they go to not they basically you know tear apart Sokovia. Sokovia, I mean that's where Ultron tears up, where they rip out. Yeah, a, yeah. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, rip yeah, up Sokovia. Sokovia. This is right after that, um, and this is basically where vision and wanda's relationship starts so that's a short scene and i don't know if you pull up but i kind of want to jump i also kind of want to just talk about kind of go through the scene where she finds she talks to hayward yeah well, um, the only thing i have is if we're looking for meaning inside of the the tv episodes this episode is about uh the, the brian cranston's character he loses his insurance so mm-hmm. he's like trying to protect our you know he's trying to live without insurance and then all this crazy stuff happens the roof caves down on him and he's trying to play it off like he's fine and he like protects the kids and like locks them in their room so they don't you know get hurt or anything right, right, right. so again right. nice. I, I, uh, mm. 
that's uh, interesting. There's a deep no, no, that's it. I mean, no, the the shows are actually opening a lot. I didn't even consider the fact that the episodes they're using are giving us kind of information, but that totally makes sense. <laughs> but I think this the biggest scene in one of the biggest scenes in this episode is Wanda going to sword. So I'll let you take that because right. this adds questions and it gives answers. This is the best scene in the episode, I think. Uh, hands down. I mean, the episode really is about this is the reveal i think is because she goes to sword she comes in i mean this has got to be right after she wakes up this has got to be right after end game i mean they, she has to I, I essentially it feels like she just defeated thanos and then there they she went to tony's funeral and then she went to sword and said hey i came back vision wasn't there let me have him hayward says hey let her in so we don't really know we don't, it's not revealed how wanda knows that vision is in in this building we don't know but hayward sees her on the camera and says let her in she he, he, he's talking to security guard the security guard that wouldn't open the door for monica same is guy. that the same guy same guy same douchebag uh just just be i forgot i wanted to go back and look and i forgot to same go. guy talking about how like if your badge worked if you worked here your badge would work um so wanda goes back talks to hayward hayward you know you know, talks about vision, but it essentially shows vision shows Wanda what she was looking for, which is vision's body torn up uh, into multiple pieces. And she said, why are you showing me this? And Hayward says, because you wanted to see it. And, you know, Wanda says, I want to bury him. But then Hayward says, if you had, if I had, if someone with your powers could probably bring him back, you could probably use your powers to bring him back. So she goes in there. She, you know, breaks the glass flies down to Vision's multiple parts, grabs his head where obviously the stone has been ripped out of his head, touches his head and basically says, I can't feel you. Then she, this is the biggest part, Gunner, as you know, she leaves. She doesn't take the body with her. She leaves the body there and walks away. And then she gets in her car and drives away. Before you get into a Gunner, I think it's extremely interesting. And I'm, I'm assuming you're going to talk about this because in a in one of the episodes with um, – with Monica and Jimmy and Darcy, they look on Hayward's, they check out Hayward's computer and realize he's been tracking vision. He's been tracking yeah. this. Um, he's been tracking the vibranium. He's been tracking the signature of vibranium the I entire time. But now we know that he wasn't tracking vision's body. So did she create vibranium? You know, where does this vibranium come from? You know, I don't want to get too far into this episode, but she walks away without him, and it's huge. So obviously, Gunner, that's a lot to unpack. And before we get to her drive into uh, Westview, what do you got? What happened? Yeah, so um, Hayward seems like a nice guy in this. Like, he let her in. He was talking yeah. to her. Um, and at first, my first thought was, that's not Vision, because Vision lost his color. Um, and now he looks to be purple again. So I'm like, I don't think, I mean, he had five years with Vision's body, I'm assuming. However yeah. long it took him to get that body from Wakanda, um, you know, why would he just have it out now? And I think, so and my first thought was, he's tricking her. That's not Vision. Um, but then the more I look at it, by the third and fourth time, I'm like, that skin does look like the lighter shade of purple, like the muted purple. Right. Um, so I, that might be vision. Um, but yeah, I mean, he just comes balls out and says, you can bring her back online. And yeah, I think that's the first time she realized that. I think that's what Hayward wanted her to do. Yeah. 
But yeah, I okay, so I did put this, and then I put. So how is Hayward tracking Vision in the hex? Did she make vibranium? And then I put, what is going on? Like <laughs> I mean, this. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I have that in my list of end questions, so we could talk about that later. Um, but. Yeah, this just asks why, you know, I, I don't get his endgame. So let's hold off on that. And at the end, I got a yeah. bunch of questions that we still need to get answered. But th- I think that's a big one. And I think I this mean, Westview yeah. scene is huge also. The Westview scene is huge. But I think that, I mean, Hayward is being very Agnes at this. When she he's talking to Wanda, he's essentially manipulating her, being nice. Do you think being a he good is king? Name. Yes, yes, I do. I do think he's Why now I that you mention it, sir? Absolutely. I didn't text you that at all. You just came up with that. But yes, I do think he's Kang. I mean, I think he's somebody. He's definitely not just a dude from Sword. I, I guess he could be. But I mean, he but he must have been lot. in Sword for years. If he's acting, if he's acting director for now five years or however, whenever Monica died, so or uh, Maria died. So assuming he's been acting, directing three years, which means he had to have been there for a decade or so. Right. So, yeah. I mean, is Kang just uh long playing it? And do well, Jonathan I mean, majors is-, is being Kane. Are they going to do the immortus thing with him? Yeah, that's the deal. He could be Immortus, and then Kang could be somewhere else. The thing about Kang, which makes Kang so awesome, is there's so many different versions of Kang. But are they going to do that for the movies? Because it seems like they dumb down a lot of this stuff for the movies. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I, 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 I am more hopeful it's not that i suspect that he is kang i'm hoping that he's kang i am rooting a million percent for kang because again we called this so early in the show it'd be great Um, but i think that i i think he's in fact since we've called it it's been mentioned several times with leading me to believe we have a mystery watcher (laughs) (laughs) well i mean it would be great if it was kang i i just definitely think i think we can safely say that he's more than he appears um, uh, you know, and, and so we can say that, but he just, he seems very, very Agnes to me mm-hmm. that he's, Hey, you know, you can, you could probably do it. You know, Agnes says in the scene with the dog says to Wanda says, or, or says, I think it's to the kids where he says, your mom can bring people back from the dead. Your mom can do that. And no, no, says, Wanda makes a comment and she goes, you can do that. Like, we're surprised. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Agnes seems says, like actually Agnes surprised. Questions. and I have that in my notes coming up in Two paragraphs. But I think it's I think it's interesting because Agnes says you can do that. There's a scene where, you know, there's a lot of focus on the possibility that Wanda can. Which leads me to believe that's why she killed Sparky. So Wanda to test Wanda if she can bring Sparky back. Well, and then that that opens up a connection between her and Hayward. I mean, I I just think that that's. Oh, I didn't even put those. I just put that that. I think is what Wanda, what Agatha wants. She wants to bring someone back from the dead or from hell or from the dark dimension or someone that's stuck in the body of a bird slash cicada eating bunny rabbit. Yeah. No, a old scratch, if you will. Hayward shows a lot of, okay. (laughs) Hayward shows a lot in this by just how okay he is with everything. Um, but something, yeah, Hayward is definitely more than he appears. You know, I think that every, the whole show is that, so no surprises there. But Wanda essentially drives away. She has a letter in her car, uh, in her seat, and we don't open it yet, but she goes to Westview, New Jersey, somehow. 
And we talked about this a couple episodes ago, Gunner, that why is it Westview? Why this town specifically? Why was this chosen? And, you know, Wanda's driving through this town. Now, listen, I'm going to tell you this. This town doesn't make any sense. I don't know if you've ever been in New Jersey, but it's either one or the other. This town is essentially is the little neighborhood that we see in the 50s, 60s, 70s. But for certain, it's sort of run down, which makes no sense. It's bustling. People are out and about. It's a beautiful day. The mom from that 70s show is having a cup of coffee in front of a rundown building. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, you know where I want to get my cappuccino? In front of some plywood. Like, the, the, the 50s version of this episode, I think, is more realistic than what we're looking at. Whereas this, and also, New Jersey is expensive. These people, this many people wouldn't be living there paying New Jersey prices if the gazebo wasn't open. That's all I'm saying. I'm but, Tell me what this this Westview looked sad. I have that in the notes. Westview is a very sad town. Like yeah, we see yeah. Herb walking around. He just kind of looks sad. He's got a beard. He looks sad. We see Phil. It looks like Phil's out of work and hanging up signs for advertising music lessons. Um, yeah. And then we see Miss Hart just like, she looks like she wants to cry drinking her coffee all by herself. Yeah. Um, yeah. We see Dennis the mailman is delivering pizzas. Pizza. <laughs> um, I, love, I love that the main characters for us, the ones that we really always focus on outside of the very, very main characters, is the pizza delivery guy and the beekeeper we haven't seen since episode two. Oh, more on him later. Remember episode one. Episode one. More than him later. The biggest focus is for Spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so it's super sad. She, I mean, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't make any sense why this town wouldn't be huge. I mean, it's, I don't know. But she drives to this empty lot. She goes to this house that is not even there. It's just the foundation of a house. She opens up the letter. It's apparently from Vision. It says, for us to grow old. It's got the heart around it, which I think is interesting. I don't know what the... You know, we don't know what the date is, but it's sort of the similar situation to the date that's on the calendar. Obviously, that twice. Date on the cal- right, right, right. We've seen it twice. So that's a huge day. Um, and she basically sees it and uses her powers. She just basically can't take it. She screams and she's hit with this surge of power out of her. Essentially, this emotional response really opens up these powers at this point. And it's and the her- same thing that kind of happened when Pietro died in Age of Ultron, where she falls to her knees and this power yeah. just comes shooting out yep. and she destroys all the Ultrons. That's right. And it's sort of like what happens to mutants, where things happen, big um, life-changing events trigger responses that create the, the surge of mutant powers, which opens them up, just saying. But she creates the entire – essentially changes the entire town to that 50s version of it, of you know what we see in the first episode. We see in that 50s TV that she's created from nowhere that vision or something is coming into light. And we, she basically – we learn that she created vision out of nothing. That there was nothing there. It wasn't Wonderman. It wasn't the parts. It was nothing. And then Vision just shows up. And now we know why he didn't know anything from you know before he you know was awake in this town. Because he didn't exist. He's a brand new thing that was not existed, not pulled from any previous version of Vision. He's created a, from new. And Vision just says, Hey Wanda, welcome home, or whatever he says. And then Wanda's in her 50s outfit and she's created this whole thing herself it didn't exist before she did it and i know that she references you know she didn't really know how it happened she referenced that in a couple different episodes she didn't know how it happened but now we know how it happened is it sort of just you know an emotional response kind of triggered all this the emotional response was triggered by that um 
you know, letter from Vision supposedly saying this is the house that we're going to grow old together. We have no idea where this came from. The other thing that I would note in the 50s episode is that apparently while Vision and Wanda were there, they could have seen the set. It wasn't a house yeah, it without was a, a camera. It was the set. And no one acknowledged it the entire time, which is hilarious. Well, um, I love how you worded it the exact same way I worded it in my notes where I said a letter allegedly from Vision. Yeah. Appar- I put yeah. apparently, though. Um, so, I, I mean, that's a question. Was it really Vision that bought this lot for her or was it Agatha? Was it I mean, Agatha all know. along? I mean, I, I hope not, because basically that would just give credence to the fact that Agatha is the big bad. She's the only big bad that we're going to see, that there's not going to be someone else behind Agatha or working with Agatha or, Agatha or Agatha's working for, that it was her the entire time, which obviously is the you know what they said in, in the reveal episode. Last episode, it was Agatha, the, Agatha all the time. But, yeah, so we, we pan out of that scene. And, right. <laughs> So spooky. Uh, but Agatha is basically clapping uh, as Wanda's standing there on the set. And then Wanda hears her children, runs out of the set, sees Agatha in her full purple witch garb, holding the two children. Uh, and, you know, they have a back and forth. Essentially, though, the, right before the end, Agatha says, you're the Scarlet Witch, which is huge for... I don't know anybody who's never looked at Google or read a comic book ever that didn't know that Wanda was the Scarlet Witch, but apparently that has some significance into witches or at least to Agatha. And then that is the scene. That is the show. So, Gunnar, before we get into that huge post credit scene, this is a lot. What do you got? Yeah, so uh, when she changes the town, just a couple quick things that we see. Uh, the movie theater, we've mentioned it every time, so... Uh, they're showing uh, Tannhauser Gate, which is a reference to Blade Runner, I believe. I don't think it's a real movie. Um, and then she changes it to the movies that it becomes are Big Red and Kidnapped, which I think are just on the nose references. Um, yeah. Agatha, um, when she is uh, has the kids, she's kind of got them. It looks like they're on strings like they're puppets which is yeah. kind of leading me to where they are. And I did mention this before. Uh, I said, what does Agatha want from Wanda? Bring someone back from dead, from hell, from the dark dimension. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's all pretty much straightforward. So I have, we have a couple things with the post credit scene, and then I got like eight questions to ask you. And, oh, wow. Uh, okay. They're all pressure. quick, quick answers. Quick, quick answers. I'm very worried about that. Not so sure. much you, but it's just, these are the questions that, I have left that we have not answered yet. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So after all that, we do the credits. I'm super disappointed because I, I thought the show was about to start and I realized <laughs> that I've already been watching it for 33 minutes. Uh, so yeah, the show was over, but before it ends, we go to Hayward. Uh, you know, he finds out it's ready and he walks into what I think is going to be the fantastic re- four. Re- re- <laughs> I think everyone did. <laughs> Every time they're looking off set like, all right, guys, are you ready? Because it makes sense, right? They're, they're looking at the hex. It's the, it's, it is the same, um, the same sort of the same deal that turns the Fantastic Four into the Fantastic Four in the comic books. Obviously, it's not a space mission, though. Would they be t- going into the hex, um, which could 
could give them their powers and he's talking off screen and he's like all right fantastic four are you ready to go but it's not it's not the fantastic four and he doesn't say that he looks at uh, a, a person in a box and it is white cyborg vision and he uh hayward uses an item that has been changed within the hex i i you know they could have easily used the beekeeper or any of the beekeepers items they do not more on the they beekeeper use- coming up so they use the the drone that has the hex around it is used to kind of power vision up and we close with vision waking up cyborg vision waking up making robot noises which is hilarious why would he make the noises he's still the same construction it's not like like why why would he start to make noises do you think new vision will even talk or think it'll just be mute I mean, I think they're going – I think they're going to – that inside the Hex Vision is going to see White Vision, and they're going to merge. That's what I think is going to happen. That's what everyone keeps saying. I don't, yeah, I, don't, I don't think we're going to see White Vision too. But I like White Vision. I think it's I think it's interesting because he is the robot. And in the comic books when he's the Vision that we see in the movies, it doesn't make any sense that he's – you know, it's, it's futuristic technology that is way beyond the 60s. Like it's so unrealistic for that to happen. But then, you know, that – humanoid version of vision with a personality goes away and now he's a more realistic robot vision that you know wanda is so perplexed like why isn't this robot my husband which is just a crazy sentence to say so yeah so robot vision shows what if it has ultron's voice i I don't see ultron coming back i don't i don't know i can't i don't see there's never been a time outside of thanos where a villain has been reused i mean we see we sort of see yeah, but Loki. Was I guess like Loki's introduced. never the real villain no. either. He's sort of introduced as a villain once, but then it's like an it's like the introduction to any of the. In others. fact, the only time he's the villain is in the Avengers. Right, right, and then he's he's not. I mean, he, then he's just like part of the Avengers, sort of, or he's with Thor. It's like you know anything with Loki after that is the buddy movie with Thor. Yeah. So I don't know that they're gonna. I can't imagine they're gonna reintroduce Ultron. I mean, it's not they. they I think that the Marvel universe has a long way to go, so we could see him again. But I don't know. I, I just think that'd be weird to say, "Hey, we close out that chapter. You know, the whole Infinity Stones, all that stuff is over, and we're going to start a whole new, fresh chapter." By the way, here's that old robot from ten years ago, or whatever. You know, it, it would just be a little surprising. So, yeah. So that's it. That was the show. We we close out on White Vision. So go ahead, Gunner. What are your what questions do we still have? All right. So I just jotted down. I was trying to think of things with so many so much stuff still left to answer. Um, I just jotted down a bunch of questions that that I think still needs to be answered. So I'm, I'll ask you these. See where we stand. Um, and if you have any a, a, that I've missed, please let me know. So first question, Chris: Have we seen the Aerosmith Aerospace Engineer? No, no. Well, unless it was that woman that Monica said hello to when they pulled up, she said she kept she talked about her aerospace engineer friend. Then that woman came out. I can't remember what her name was. And Monica says, hey, whatever your name is. And I guess that would be it. But what a letdown with all the buildup of an aerospace engineer. Like I I, it could have been a trick. They could have been tricking us the whole time. Like, oh, they're going to think it's Reed Richards and it's just going to be a lady that's never been introduced in the comic books. So maybe we've seen her, and that was it. But Agent Goodner, Agent Goodner. But we never hear after Agent Goodner is introduced. We never hear about the aerospace engineer again. Now, obviously, Monica has been busy turning into photon. <clears throat> I mean, it could be that, that. Uh, you know 
all of a sudden the engineer shows up and Jimmy Woo's like, John Krasinski, uh, what are you doing here? Uh, where is Monaco? She ran in the hex. Come on, guys. Let's all run in the hex together. But yeah, I don't, Maybe. I still, I, I think that would be cool. But then again, um, I just don't think they're going to introduce the Fantastic Four here. But I don't know. All right, next question. Well, I mean, well, I was just going to say maybe, maybe not. And there's been – I did kind of follow up on theories. A lot of people are very much – you know, it it is probably – a lot of people were saying it could have been Reed Richards. But I I did some looking – I did some kind of digging into this and kind of did see what other people were thinking. And there's some good ideas out there. The aerospace engineer could be Riri Williams. Who is going to be? We know Ironheart is yeah. going to be introduced as a show. Um, she's a kid. She plays Ironheart uh, in the comic books. It could be Reed Williams. I, I think that would be a little less fun than Reed Richards, but it could be. It could always. It could also be Adam Brashear, aka Blue Marvel. Uh, he and Monica Rambeau do have a relationship with the comic books. Uh, I can't remember if he is an Ultimate. He's from, yeah, he's from the Ultimates. Um, and the Mighty Avengers. He's not a character. He's a relatively new character. Not somebody you know, but uh, he is an aerospace engineer. Um, it could be him. I, I a lot of people have said those two. Those make sense to me. Reed Richards, specifically John Krasinski, would be the most fun answer. But that's that's kind of what I have on the aerospace engineer. Sorry, I just think ahead. people want it to happen so much that it's probably not going to happen. I know. I wish Wanda could will that into existence. <laughs> John Krasinski, Reed Richards. That'd be awesome. All right. Uh, who's Dottie again? Not in this episode. Um, no one is she gonna be no someone one. no i don't think so i, I mean well, why was she not on the board don't we see don't we see dotty don't we see dotty we see her last at... episode where she's like oh, right, working right, right. on her flowers yeah. during the she's working on her flowers i mean i it could be a trick i think that this episode i wouldn't be surprised if this was a trick that they were basically saying hey everything's answered all those things you saw are wrong, thought are wrong and then the last episode is like an hour and a half, two hours long, and they open up all this stuff. That could happen. But I think if we go by this, and it's, it's not a trick, I don't think Dottie's anybody. I think she's just a person in the town. All right. Uh, who is this actor Paul Bettany finally gets to work with after all these years? Is it Paul Bettany himself that he gets to work <laughs> with? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm trying to think of who else he hasn't worked with. I mean, obviously, it could have been Benedict Cumberbatch. I mean, that we know that Doctor Strange is going to be here. I don't know. Did you see if, uh, Tom Holland was on Jimmy Kimmel? I think, and oh, I he's like, oh, "Well, it was me. It's maybe it's me." And he's like, "But, <laughs> but you were in a movie with with Paul Bettany." He's like, "But we never had a scene together." I'm like, "Yes, you did. You were in that airport <laughs> scene together." <laughs> oh yeah, 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 that's right, that's right. I forgot so, about that. But yeah, yeah no. it wouldn't, it wouldn't be that. That's hilarious. And then so, on that same, who is the Luke Skywalker-ish cameo? I mean, I am still pulling from Mephisto. I am. I mean, this is the thing. No, not Mephisto. Nexus is introduced and then sort of dropped. Nexus is definitely uh, sort of a gateway to multiple dimensions, different dimensions. We know that there's going to be multiple dimensions, various dimensions coming up. The, the multiverse is coming to the Marvel universe. The Nexus is sort of introducing that. So I think we're introducing what the multiverse looks like. If that's the case, I think it could be Magneto. I think it still makes sense that it's Magneto. But I think I've thought about this. I this is who I think it is, and I've been just reading a lot about Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man movie, and what it's going to be. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I think it could be Gunner, Tobey Maguire. 
What do you think about that? I I saw, I mentioned that earlier early in the show when it first oh, happened and people called me crazy. I I'm sure I was one of them because that didn't make any sense. But there's a really good chance that it could be Tobey Maguire. I think that that makes the most sense as far as a Luke Skywalker introduction. No one is more Luke Skywalker than the guy than the Peter Parker that really broke Spider-Man out of you know and broke. You know Sony's movies and and comic book movies into you know existence where they really blew up and I think where you know Marvel was saying hey maybe if they can do that with Spider Man we could do something sort of cool too so it, Tobey Maguire is is as Luke Skywalker as it gets I think what if Chris mm-hmm. it's Emma Stone as oh. Spider Gwen. Because we, we, there's a good chance that she's going to be back as Gwen Stacy. But what if she walks out and all of a sudden pulls up her hoodie and she puts on her mask and she's Spider-Gwen? And I mean, really good, but it's not really with the tone of the show. I think that this thing is, when you talk about campy, um, kind of kooky stuff, I mean, that is absolutely Sam Raimi. And we go back to Sam Raimi, Spider-Man. Maybe. I don't think anything's off the table. But I, I think Emma Stone walking in as uh, Spider-Gwen would be awesome. I think even be more awesome, Gunner, is to just kind of tie them together if she comes in as Cruella DeVille. <laughs> That's movie. off the table. <laughs> <laughs> I think if she walks in and it's Cruella DeVille, like, no one's going to see that coming. Um, that would be that would be hilarious. But, yeah, maybe. I just think that – I mean, maybe. But I think that I think I, saying that I think my vision of what I think is going to be really impactful may be a little skewed because to me she's not as big of a drop as you know somebody that's kind of been embedded in the Marvel universe or the comic book universe like a Spider Man like a Spider Man but a lot of people obviously kids especially loved the Spider Verse and yeah. you know that you know for for my nieces and nephews and uh, their Spider Man is Miles Morales so bring in you know. Spider-Gwen in live action would be huge for uh, people that are watching it. Now, I don't know if it'd be huge for this audience. I'd be surprised if a lot of, you know, eight, nine-year-olds are watching WandaVision, but but maybe. My kid will not. He's afraid of it from the trailer. <laughs> like, he saw the trailer. He's like, I'm skipping that one, Dad. <laughs> wow. Yeah. He'd be He can tell shocked. that it's scary. I mean, just think when those uh, witches turned to essentially skulls like yeah <laughs> it's well just this episode he was saying from this episode no the show from the, the original trailer that oh wow yeah, yeah he's like nah I'm yeah pissed. i don't see it being really interesting for kids i mean no. there's not a lot of action there's not a lot of stuff going on um other than just like chit chat and mm-hmm. easter eggs so i'd be surprised but, all right well, next question then chris who's jimmy woo's missing person Are wonderman we- I think it's Wonderman. I think we're pulling for it. I want to. I want to will it into being. It only. There's got to be. It's such a dropped line, especially for him to say missing persons. They never talk about it again. I think that's what makes it significant. That 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 Wonderman is 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 who it is. I think Simon is who it is, and I, I really hope that's the case because I think he's huge, and I think that there's been a lot to really introduce the West coast Avengers. And I think there's a really good chance that West coast Avengers could be dropped the same way that book of Fett was dropped, that it wasn't on this release of Marvel movies, that it wasn't part of what they were talking about because they wanted to surprise everybody here and Wonderman, Scarlet, Witch, maybe a new Quicksilver vision, white vision specifically. It could be the introduction of the Ant-Man West coast and Avengers. Wasp. Ant-Man and Wasp. It could be the introduction. Cause they're West coasters. The West coast. 
Yeah, in and out. I mean, that's the good thing about West Coast Avengers. They don't really. Have I just mean line. they live on the West Coast in the MCU. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. No, absolutely. And then, um, you know, and then we know that, you know, Hawkeye has its own show, and he could come in. I'd be surprised if Hawkeye, Hawkeye, the Hawkeye that we've known, I'd be surprised if he was part of the West Coast Avengers. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be Kate Bishop who's yeah. part of the West Coast Avengers, um, because she led. Maybe that, that's right? the misdirect because we think that they're going to bring in the young Avengers, but maybe it's the West Coast Avengers. I think the West Coast Avengers are more fun. I mean, unless you do that storyline from the, um, you know, uh, uh, the, the, unless you do the storyline from the first issues of Young Avengers, which would be really hard to do. Um, I, I don't know that Young Avengers are a lot of fun. They kind of did that that short, that first six issues, I think, were really, really fun. Um, they were really interesting and and were a total shock but then after that it sort of dropped off you know there was some cool stuff where um the the guy had his he said that he got his powers from the captain america serum or Vern's grandfather and he didn't he was just a drug addict so there's kind of cool stuff in there i think but he's think gonna the, be in falcon winter soldier we mentioned this already yeah yeah, yeah i think that makes sense but it so it could be young avengers we i think we know the young avengers coming out right i mean did they did they say no no not yet but okay. let me ask you one more thing though could okay. it be Luis, Michael Pena's character from Ant Man. <laughs> you think that's his missing person? I mean, oh man, that maybe, would be disappointing. I love Luis. I'd be happy to see Michael Pena in this, but disappointed that it's. Yeah, oh, I mean, I mean, I, it I could be a great scene where uh, Jimmy Woo goes up to him. So what happened? Goes all right. So. Yeah. Uh, I, I was at the gazebo and uh, this guy was giving him, giving him a hot dog. And then daddy, she was a big bringing up her plants. And he did that whole Michael Pena thing. Yeah, that yeah. would be the only thing worth it being Michael Pena. I'd just That'd be, be sad cool. That Especially if he like really he revealed some stuff as he's like talking quickly through what happened. That'd be kind of cool. Maybe. I mean, I, I definitely don't think we if can, it's not Wonderman, I hope it's it's a uh, Louise. I hope it's Wonderman. I oh, really do. All right. Um, who is Senior Scratchy or, or slash Ralph? I mean, do you think it's just the rabbit or do you think that there's someone living in that rabbit that she's trying to break out? I think it's I'm going to. Am I just bending my will to try and make it Mephisto? I think it's I think I don't think it's Mephisto. I think it's Dr. Strange. Still? I still do. Even I after I that, made fun of you with it in the drop this morning? Yeah, that only that only makes my think it's more. <laughs> More likely that it's Doctor Strange. I think only because he does eat the bird, but I think this whole episode is a misdirect of answers. I think they're telling us all these things. They're saying, hey, it's all finally revealed. Then there's going to be the next closing episode. I'm I'm still hanging on to like not, there's questions that were not answered or were supposedly answered but aren't really answered. If it's a misdirect, who is the king of the misdirects? Jimmy Woo. What if Jimmy Woo is Mephisto? I'm just kidding. Well, that would be amazing, but highly unlikely. Not at all. Okay, what is Agatha's plan? Like, why is she doing this to Wanda? What is she hoping to get from Wanda? I think that they again. This could be a misdirect, but I think they talk about that in the very in the opening scene, the cold open of this episode. Is that well, she, she wants wanted it to figure out her powers? Yeah, she wants her powers. She wants she's she's tr- she learned just the darkest of magic. Nothing's more d- dark than this chaos magic. I think is what she is referred to. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I think that she just wants her powers. I mean, she could be trying to wake up Mephisto, and that could have been what she was trying – why she's been trying to get this knowledge is so that she can't wake up Mephisto, and there's that. But, I mean, I don't know, man. There's only so much episode left to go. It's just a lot to unravel. Yeah. If there's something on top of what we already know, there's just a lot to unpack in a single episode, and they could make it longer. They could say, hey, just tricked you. It's going to be five more episodes, which would be a shocker. I don't know. But I think ultimately she wants this greater power to be an even more powerful witch. Um, but again, I wouldn't put it past anybody to say that she wants all this as a Wicked Festival. So um, it sounded like the Scarlet Witch is kind of a title. I mean, I know that's not how it is in the comics, right? It sounds like that's could that be that she wants to. So you think Agatha wants to be the Scarlet Witch? Well, I mean. I don't think so. I mean, Agatha says that. Or do you think maybe her, she wants to bring her mom back from the dead to say, look, I am, I I am you used for good. No. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the thing is Agatha just, Agatha finds out after the last scene where she manifests vision. That's when I think it's revealed to Agatha that Wanda is the Scarlet witch and saying, I, you, I thought you were a myth. But you are the Scarlet Witch. So I think we're going to I think the next episode is going to spend a big chunk of time talking what the talking about what the Scarlet Witch actually is. Like, what does that mean? Why would she threaten the kids? Why not just mentor her? Well, because she wants her powers. I mean, she was trying to trick her into I mean, why did she do what she did? Why did she break into the powers that were beyond her when she was, you know, back in the 1800s? I guess that's true. You know, so I don't know. I mean, there's the kids, you know, vision. Obviously, both have been manifested out of nothing. So we don't know who's going to exist outside of the hex, you know. So, you know, it'd be interesting if she thought she knew that Wanda was going to create those children and those children would be used for something. I mean, we have. We really haven't mentioned this entire episode that the first episode was all for the children and then she mm-hmm. had children. So there could be some loose ends there. So I don't know. All right. What does Hayward want? What is his plan? Oh, Hayward is Kang and Hayward, Hayward wants to rule the multiverse. That's what I think. Okay. That's, that's Again, that's what I hope. I think that it could be that Hayward – I think it's more likely that Hayward is a scroll. Oh. Um, because I think that the scrolls used what we could find out is the scrolls have used this five years to really take over the earth because they couldn't have done it when all those all the superheroes were there. They couldn't have done that. Obviously, the scrolls had to be impacted as well, but they could have already been on Earth. So I think the scrolls have probably embedded themselves. I mean, think about how long Hayward was there. You're going back to the scrolls had landed on that planet. Think about the timing of Captain Marvel, Gunner. Yeah, I mean, the, the scrolls were on that planet. I don't know where all the scrolls went that were on Earth. So a scroll could have hung out there, become Hayward, and moved up in the ranks of Sword, and and Hayward could be a scroll. So I think it's very likely that Hayward is a scroll. I think it's unlikely that he's Kang, but I'm really hoping he's Kang. Take over the multiverse. The other option is that the scrolls are using Sword to sort of take over the Earth from the inside. That's what they did um, in Secret Secret Invasion. So that's that's what I think. Well, we will find out. And then, Chris, the biggest question of the series, the one that they better answer, what happened to the beekeeper? (laughs) (laughs) Where is that beekeeper? Where is he? I mean, the thing is, if he comes back, the longer they hang out with with no answer, the bigger he has to be to to be a reveal. I mean, he can't come back and just be swarm because who cares? Like, oh, bees. Oh, a guy that's just bees. 
That's great. We waited the whole hour. Would it be episode. awesome if he came out as Swarm and all of a sudden Wanda just went whoosh, and like yeah, that would make <laughs> reduced sense. Reduced him to yeah. dust. Like that would it be came awesome. Out, like it was me. I haven't revealed myself. I've been like a jump scare time. at the end of the episode. Like yeah. that's the beekeeper. I'm full of bees. And she goes, or uh, oh, she turns him into birds and feeds him to Scratchy. <laughs> and feeds I think. I think the man. I don't. I'd be surprised. They really haven't left left anything hanging, and they really except these eight questions. Well, yeah, no, for sure. But I think that everybody that was kicked out of the hex, as everything that was kicked out of the hex or came out of the hex, is accounted for, except for the beekeeper. And I don't like talking about him because he just doesn't seem to go anywhere interesting. But yeah, they they did not account for him at all. It could just be they kicked him out and they dropped it. But even the jump rope, even the line that they used to to bring him into the hex that they pulled out and become the jump rope, they referenced the jump rope later. I think. I think it's not. It's talked about later that you see it at least in a in a previously on. Mm-hmm. But the beekeeper, we have no clue what happened to him. Just a dude that was kicked out, just like Monica. You know, Monica got powers from how many times she went in and out, but he's she's only at this point been in one more time than the beekeeper. So his well, uh, uh, we don't know what happened. We don't know if we don't know if he did leave. So we don't know. We don't know if he left. Yeah, we, we know that we, not everyone that goes through has powers. It doesn't appear that Darcy has I think powers. A, I think it's a good point. I think the beekeeper could still be there. And you're right. Darcy doesn't have powers. So we'll see the goddamn beekeeper. Man, <laughs> a lot to answer for. The beekeeper is not one that I care about. <laughs> Well, one episode left. I yeah. cannot wait, and uh, I think we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a cool show. I think we're gonna do it a little differently, possibly, guys. We'll see, but okay. uh, we'll see. it'll be very exciting. So, final thoughts, Chris. I'm just again. I mean, the same thoughts we've had the entire time. I've loved it. It's been a great show. I'm as excited as I am. Sad that we only have one more show to go, um, but really looking forward to continuing the Marvel journey. Yeah, yeah, and the only only good thing, if if I had to put a gun to my head and say, tell me something good now that Wanda's over, the only thing I can say is, man, Falcon Winter Soldier's starting up. And I think it's going to be such a different ride. Um, yeah. I hope the, the podcast, uh, you know, hopefully we can adapt as well as the podcast, because yeah. I don't think we're going to have all these mysteries. And I think it's just going to be a straightforward, fun ride. I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Isaiah no Bradley, Isaiah Bradley. We'll see. Yes, that's 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 my prediction. So uh, and yeah, we are planning on uh, doing an episode in that off week. There's an off week in between yep. the two. What I think we're going to do is we're going to wrap up WandaVision and do a Falcon and Winter Soldier preview and then uh, go from there. So, uh, Chris, where can people find you? Always find me on Harder Brunch. Except uh, we, this week. It is, except. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> actually next week as well so yeah i am taking a weird hiatus because we're taking a vacation we're going to san diego but um so it's gonna be three episodes that i am not on which is gonna be crazy um but yeah harder brunch is me and my buddy dyke dyke is a local comedian he started up a lot he, he is the nexus uh if you will of comedy in indianapolis he started a lot of comedy um he's really kind of uh, opened up the comedy scene in, in, in Indianapolis. He I would have I called him the beekeeper of the comedy scene, <laughs> oh my, or is that well, sad? <laughs> except that he shows up again. Uh, but 
but yeah, but he uh, it's Dyke and me, and we we basically Dyke makes an entire brunch for the two of us and a guest. Uh, the guest is either a local comedian or a local chef in the food industry in Indianapolis, and then we just I, and then I spend the entire episode making fun of all the work Dyke has done. Um, and then a guest uh, laughs at it. So it's a really good time. Also, uh, Dr. Galactus is my Instagram. It is action figures that I have. My wife takes a picture of them, and then she says what she thinks they are, and she's literally always wrong. So <laughs> great, both good. great. Uh, for me, wideopenmic.net, all the podcasts uh, that I'm part of are there, including some others that I'm not part of. Uh, so that's a cool place. Uh, I'm doing a lost podcast called We Have to Go Back, which is great numbers have been amazing it's been a really fun ride going back and rewatching lost so it's kind of the same thing we're doing here but breaking down lost we have a virgin that's never seen lost before so it's really cool seeing lost through his eyes so that's cool and uh we got uh, another show that we are recorded our first episode for uh which we will be announcing uh relatively shortly so stick up to that so um yeah, man. Uh, next week is the finale. I'm super excited, Chris. Very so excited. in the meantime, uh, you guys know all the deets where to find us. Like I said, wideopenmic.net. Uh, snapmcu.com is our website. So you can check that out as well. And uh, without anything else to say, Chris, all I got to say is remember, Chris, always yeah. go for the end.